it was a group of college students, you know, in their early 20s who were uh, sort of critically thinking about this, this as a, a problem to be solved. You know, how do you take uh, something that is inherently uninteresting to young people and make it palatable and interesting? Well, you use these trends and you use these techniques and they tested it and it worked. Um, so uh, it was just really – do with the subject matter. If something's super boring, I don't care how much you dress it up. Well, I'm not at liberty to discuss no, 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 no. any I know details, obviously. But speaking in broad general terms, if something sure. super fucking boring, I don't care if you, uh, you slap lipstick and a tutu on it, it's still going to be super boring. Well, in this case, it's not so much boring as it is, I don't want to do that. That's for <laughs> grown-ups, that kind of thing. Okay. You know, that, that it's because it's about safety. And, you know, when you're younger, you don't really care that much about safety unless you've worked in an environment where you've seen what will happen if you don't yeah right you know what i mean like most most young people are just like they have the i'm gonna live forever even if i know i'm not it feels like i am and those young people now completely unaware that their life hangs in the balance of every decision they make outside (laughs) of the house and some inside as well (laughs) yeah yeah exactly their grandpa um what ebenezer i guess that's something like that i like ichabod still so yeah 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 call me grandpa ichabod (laughs) get a little shaky in your voice sometimes because you don't have enough potassium in your bloodstream (laughs) (laughs) Is, I really don't that, think that those things are, I think that they are literally mutually exclusive, but I just, the only thing I can think of. Yeah, if I wasn't just seized by paroxysms of laughter, I would have asked you why the hell was that actually true? No, no, no. Uh, too little or too much uh, potassium will can cause you to have heart attack, stroke, stuff okay. like that. So it really gotcha. had nothing to do with, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme it could, but uh, it was just the first thing that popped into my head was the word gotcha. potassium. So I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my voice is fucking shot, so, yeah. You need to stop spending your entire day screaming at inanimate objects, and that won't be a problem. (laughs) You don't understand (laughs) how unbelievably frustrating my work network is. Because <laughs> you're not wrong. Makes sense. You're not wrong at all. I mean, like, God, I'm, you should have seen me Wednesday morning. I was like, "You motherfucker!" Okay, so here's here's a good story. This is a pre <laughs> precursor, a precursor to the webinar that I moderated on Friday on today. Uh, so we were testing it with just the presenters, and my network VPN goes down, and I'm swearing. Uh- uh, and I'm pissing and moaning, and I'm like, "All right, you motherfucker, you better start fucking working." Right then, the window popped back up because my network came back up, and I hear people talking. And I'm like, "Did they hear you?" I'm like, "Can you guys hear me now?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now." And it was like totally innocence, and like, "Oh God, if I had let out the spew before, because these are like students." Oh, they would have laughed I mean, and understood. They might have, but it was one of those things where it was like – it was such a bitter 
angry, expletive-laden rant that it would have been like <laughs> at the end of it, it would just been like this creaking silence and be like, oh, well. <laughs> did, I, uh, did I tell you about me uh, when I was working on the truck? I was underneath trying to do something, and I just started this absolute stream of obscenity. Like – my my big thing is always uh, besides the fact that I swear a lot, I always yell stuff like, "Why is it always me when I'm trying to do something that this shit happens?" and and this is such bullshit. But I was under there, and unbeknownst to me, one of my parents' neighbors happened to be coming down the street, uh, walking. I'm riding his bike, something, and I'm out there yelling like, "You cock goblin motherfucker!" <laughs> and shit like that. And the guy was down the street laughing his ass off at me. <laughs> And I was like, whoo, thank God somebody had a sense of humor because the stream of obscenity that was – like I was making up phrases. That's how angry I was. <laughs> like you know we've all done that where you'll just start – you'll start off with you know like fuck and then you'll start adding shit yeah. onto it. You fuck mountain. And, yeah, by the time you get done, you're like I don't even know what I just said, but that made no sense whatsoever. Well, or you're so inarticulate that what you say makes so sense at all. You're like I'm just going to smash the fingernails in with this <laughs> I also sometimes like to make um, um, reference to things that make absolutely no sense. Where I'll be like, "Oh, you're as frustrating and stupid as the as the rocks on the bottom of a fish tank," and like it makes no sense yeah. at all. Well, it makes so little. And if somebody sense. heard me, they'd be like, "Oh my god, what did he just say?" Well, actually, the thing is, neither one of us are actually doing it justice because when you're really in that mode, you're so far from anything thoughtful that it is. Yeah literally word salad it's it's yeah it's what i'm saying now makes more sense yeah, yeah. it's expletive laden word salad my fucking stupid sucking fucking sucking motherfucking sucking fucking you know like <laughs> sometimes it's just fun to say that over and over again it's very therapeutic to, it really is very therapeutic I have, I have to laugh because that's one thing that i like one small story without even you know uh swearing about it or anything i was one of my sewing machines that uh I, I know which ones I can rely on to never give me a problem, and there's a couple that are that are kind of uh, quirky about some things that they get, you know, uh, that things start messing up or be. It's, and it's always it's always you know user input. You you get out what you put into Do it. They so you? I did. I did something that you know put a fabric in that was too thick or used a thread that wasn't you know that wasn't uh, the right thread to be using or a needle or what have you it's always something that I did that leads to the point where something doesn't work and that's actually generally uh, everything is like that it's normally my fault it's it's user error not the uh, not the product itself unless it is the product itself in which case you know whatever I I, I guess it is but uh, <laughs> it just you know whatever um, but I was I was doing something and I'm out here arguing with my sewing machine, and my eldest daughter was on a uh, like a um, like a video chat with a couple of her friends, and all as I know is that she says to her friends, "Oh, it's just my dad. He's yelling at his sewing machine again and arguing with it." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> her friends think I'm a psycho. Now they're like, "Her dad was yelling at a sewing machine," and I was saying to it, "I'm like, you never do this kind of stuff to me. Why? Why are you screwing me over right now?" And I'm talking to my sewing machine, bargaining with it. <laughs> And it has it. It doesn't. It doesn't care. I've done that with video games before, where I'm like, "What do you want from me? What do you want yeah, me to do?" Yeah, this is exactly right. 
And you're like, oh, why are you doing this? I, I you know. just want to see the next, the next boss. <laughs> My name is Mike. Hello, Michael. How are you? I am pretty good. Thanks for asking. Did you ask me how my dog is? Because I, I couldn't hear you. I was wondering about your dong. My my dong? Your my, dong. My, it's it's still just as as hairless as it used to be. <laughs> Once you reach a certain age, you know, the hair all falls out. And you're left with something looking like a uh, mix between an adult and a baby penis. <laughs> <laughs> Very hairless and shiny, however wrinkly and a lot longer. Ball sack wise. <laughs> Very dangly, I guess. Yes, it, yes. it stangs down like it. Uh, I always thought the word dongle would be perfect for that, but it's not what a dongle is. <laughs> That's the way your dong dangles. <laughs> Dongles. <laughs> oh, God, that was so fucking stupid. Oh, man. That's like, well, um. That's like Blong. You know what Blong what, is? No. Blong is bling for your dong. <laughs> See, that makes sense, though. You get like I a thought chain. maybe it was a dong blog, but I guess that would be that would be blong. That would be yeah. blong as well. Yeah. Maybe a different type of blong, but this blong is bling for your ding ding, right? Yeah. And it's got a little chain and it has a little medallion underneath. It's shaped like the word ballin', and it's got diamonds all over it encrusted. It just sort of sits up against your balls. I it assume you would have nice. to be shorn for that. Oh, absolutely. Because otherwise, you'd be getting hair stuck in chain links, and oh, man. it would be extremely painful, I, I would imagine. Yeah, no bling bling on the ding-ding unless the bling-ding is clean. I mean, you can't now, be fucking around. Now, now I, I will uh, I will share something slightly slightly personal, I guess. I do some manscaping, but I feel like you got to have... You know, there's got to be something down there at least, or else you you look like a prepubescent, uh, you know, teenage, early teenager. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about a merkin? Uh, I mean, I guess you could do that if it was for a certain um, activity, I would assume. Uh, but just in general, uh, that sounds kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, What's gross about it? I don't understand. It's just a wig. Pubic hair is supposed to be there. It's there. It has all the properties that it would have for it to be something natural in that area. A merkin, to me, like you've got glue and other stuff going on down there. I'm assuming it goes on with glue. I mean, you don't fucking staple it on or anything like that. Yeah. And it just it seems to me that you're adding in too many elements that could um I don't know, make things seem a lot less clean than, 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 you know, than just natural hair is. And right now my significant other is standing in front of me looking at me like I'm insane because I'm talking about Merkins. (laughs) 
and and pubic hair. You know, this is actually kind of a normal conversation. If we were having dinner right now, I guarantee you something like that could come up. Would you agree with that? Yeah, because we talk about the worst possible fucking things at dinner that you could imagine. <laughs> I would I would make my my parents. Uh, would get up and leave <laughs> if they heard – most people probably would if they heard the kind of shit that we've talked about at dinner in my household. But I'm not – I mean I want to I want to break – I want to break through and I, w- I want things to be different in my house. I want to innovate and one of those things is that I don't give a shit what you talk about while I'm eating because I don't get bothered by that kind of stuff. One time when I was at work, there was a dude that was throwing up into a trash can literally about six, eight feet away from me, and I continued eating, and somebody's like, oh my god, how can you keep eating like that? I said, he ain't fucking barfing on my food, and I'm starving. I have to eat. You know? So that was, you know, uh, nothing even whatsoever related to what I was talking about, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe related in the sense that things don't bother me when I'm eating, I guess. It's really so, interesting to watch a person dig their own grave. It's, I'm not digging any grave. I mean, it is what it is. No, no, no. I mean, just sort of digging themselves into a verbal hole as they explain why they ate something while people, someone was actively throwing up. Do you know how fucking weird that is? It's, you know I how don't think fucking it was weird strange at all. that is? I mean, we weren't like in a fucking cubicle together or anything like that. We were in a big room, and he was six, eight feet away from me against the opposite wall. The room was was long, not like longer, but not as wide. And I was fucking starving, man. I mean, it is what it is. You couldn't have left the room and ate the rest of your sandwich in another room? I was actually having pizza, and uh, at that point in time, no. You were not allowed to eat outside the cafeteria, so – Situation being what it was, sat there and ate my food and uh, went about my my business afterwards. You know, I just had to stop in to grab a snack, you know, grab a spot to eat real quick on third shift. I've learned something new about you today. And it's very unsettling. And what's that? (laughs) What you just fucking told me. That you can sit and, and eat while someone is throwing up near you. That That's really strange, dude. I, I am so unsettled. I know there are people at my building who will bring their coffee cups in with them to the bathroom and set them on a table by the door. And I'm like, fuck that shit. People are flushing in here. There's a yeah. fat guy over there taking a dump i'm not having why that shit have, why splash did up. Fat? what did that matter it's just that that was factually who was over there it was a fat guy there's always oh, okay. a fat guy in the fucking stall in my building i don't know why it's always a fat guy i'm like waiting and waiting and waiting when it is it's a fat guy and i think it's because fat guys fucking shit more dude because they eat more it's just a matter oh. of pure volumetric wow. in and out no it's true it's wow, like when you, you eat I'm more d- I like to sit here and watch somebody dig a verbal hole for themselves and then have to find their way out. <laughs> no, you don't understand. There are four fucking bathrooms on every floor in my building, mm-hmm. and there's probably like three or four hundred people per floor. You know how ridiculous that is? Four that's, bathrooms. Uh, that's yeah. one 
one male and one female on each side of the building. Every time you go in there uh, to take a shit, oh, yep, the stalls are full again. And when you wait and you wait and you wait, and maybe you go to another floor and you check another floor and you check another floor and you go down to the fucking lobby and you take the elevator back up and you finally come back up to your floor and there he's still in there. Oh, he's grunting. Yep. I know he's what the deal noises. is. He's going, I know uh, what the deal is. He's going, uh, uh, <laughs> would, you, uh, would you like me to clue you in no, here? No, no, no. I want to finish my fucking tirade here because I got started. I'm not going to be stopped by the likes of you. So. Yeah, you will. I'll fucking stop you and then distract you and you'll forget what you were talking about. You know that's true. I'm not going to in this instance, but I could. So, yeah, you're going in there and the guy's taking forever and finally he emerges from that thing looking like he just did 10 rounds with fucking Mike Tyson and he's sweating and he's like, uh, uh, and he comes out and he's a big fat white guy every fucking time. <clears throat> Obviously, I have a little bit of beef with this. Yeah, well, he had a little bit of beef, too, and that's why he was in there so <laughs> he long. He had a lot of beef, dude. He had a fuck ton of beef. There was one kid, and we'll call him uh, – I don't remember what his name was. Actually, might have been Jeffrey, but Jeffrey, we'll call him that. And I'll never forget this kid because he reminded me of uh, – everybody had one of these kind of kids in their uh, in their neighborhood and in their or in their school that was kind of like a kid that was a little bit weird, like a little off-center maybe. Not that being weird is a bad thing, but that he would just blurt out the most um, – the strangest shit sometimes. And I recall him one time going, Hey everybody, I'm going in to take a crap. You want to come into the bathroom with me? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, nah, bro, we're good. Thank you though. Like, you know, and obviously we weren't saying nah, bro, we're good. Cause that really wasn't a thing we said back then. He might've actually said, I'm going to take a poop, but either way. Um, and I remember for some reason, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, it's to this day, we all went in there after he was done and he had dropped a gigantic log and never wiped his butt. And I'll never forget that for as long as I live. And, I, and I'm plagued with the image, if I think about it when I close my eyes, of a log in the bottom of the toilet and no toilet paper and me going, but how did he clean his butt? And, you know, that, that's, that's my Camp New Dawn story. <laughs> Uh, I'm really sorry that I just spent all that time talking about poop. I feel like, uh, you know. You're making up for the previous episode, I think. Yeah, yeah, for certain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was really graphic. Yeah, yeah, it was intense. Yeah. Well, I think it's our trademark is just to talk about P.U. A little, a little, a little fecal humor never hurt anybody. And since we missed on it the last time, you know, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go easier uh, next episode. Okay. I said before, I, you know, you can try to hold me to it, but it really doesn't matter if you do or not, because how are you going to stop me? I need to go to the bathroom. I'm probably going to have to go. I'm very sorry, if, but you never called me or stopped by anymore anyway, you bastards. You just put me here, and and I eat pudding, and every now and again, Marjorie, who lives down the hallway, 
or give me a good rough and tumble massage on my grundle, but otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> things are pretty quiet here. <laughs> oh, God, grundle. <laughs> that is one of my favorite fucking words. <laughs> You know, back in the day when butter was real, it was it was part lard, and we would put sugar on it and put a stick through it, and stick it in the ice box, and then we would shape it with our mouths, and while it was still cold, we would sodomize the dog. <laughs> That dog always bit us, and I never knew why. <laughs> what am I talking about again? <laughs> 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 You know, getting getting uh, shit face drunk after you're like 40, or even in some cases 35, uh, kind of blows because you don't recover near as quickly as you used to. Oh hell no! Yeah, you have a hangover if you drink. You know, at this age, like get good and tied on, you're fucking hungover for three to five days. Yeah, and uh, I have I have lots of other issues too, just besides maybe having a weird dull headache and feeling like I'm walking sideways mm -hmm. all the time and everything. I mean, you know, problems with my stomach and everything else. Like it just uh, would you say just... that they are poop problems? Oh, of course they're poop problems. You know, it's another poop time, poopy time. It's definitely poopy time. Everybody get down and get some poopy time. We uh, got the poopy uh, time. Poop. We uh, got the uh, poopy talk time. About poop. We uh, got the uh, poopy time. Poop. We got this the is poopy time. time. Yeah, that's right. I just, I just made up the poopy time theme song right there. I, think. I was just gonna say we needed a song, but we think I think we've got it. I think that was it right there. I mean, yeah. that's all the more effort I'm willing to put into it. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> the acoustics in that room are terrible. Yes, they are. It sounds like you're in a fucking cupboard. Yes, they are, Tom, and I'll be out of here very, very shortly. Just give me a moment here, and I will be out of this room, and the acoustics will get much, much better, I promise. <laughs> I know that Caillou isn't, isn't around anymore, that cunt. I fucking hate Caillou. <laughs> I'm just a kid who's four. Each day I learn some more. I love exploring. I'm Caillou. Oh, God, I hate that kid. <laughs> it's not the song. I hate the kid. He's a little selfish piece of shit. His mother is an enabler. I always found him to be whiny. He's whiny. And, 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 and he's, a, he's just a, he's a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs>
you got you got some strong ass feelings towards I, Caillou. I Considering just, you don't have any kids, that that is that's impressive. Yeah, Caillou managed to piss you off, and you didn't even have to watch him ever. That's right. That's right. Now I watched him enough. Uh, there was enough contact. Like I got a contact buzz of Caillou from my friend's kids. There you was know. somebody who did like an adult version of Caillou as a skit. I don't know if it was Saturday Night Live or Mad TV or one of them. I think I've and seen it. Was, it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Where he acts exactly the same, and his dad's like, he's 25 fucking years old! Go out and get a job! <laughs> <laughs> You have to talk like this, Mike, like a dwarf. <laughs> and you have to like beer every day. Beer, 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 beer. That's what I want. Beer and gold. I love gold. Give me gold, jeweled treasures, gold and jewels, gemstones, anything. Give me something that I can mine. Give me a dark mine. That's how dwarves talk. Is is picking my nose like mining? Yes! Because I do gotta dig at stuff, and there's some gold up in them our hills. Yes, that's the way to do it, my brother. Now you've got it. <laughs> so, do you ever do you ever see yourself uh, having a movie where you need to cast a tr- a, uh, a a troll or a, a you know or what have you? A troll? Yeah. I, or what did you say? Now I forgot. A, a already. dwarf. <laughs> dwarf. That's right. <laughs> I was, you know, I was in the ballpark, just not on the right base. Yeah, dwarf, troll, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's close enough, you know. I'm sure that uh, that people that are vertically challenged would love being called a troll. <laughs> well, we weren't talking about those kinds of dwarves to begin with. These are like mythical dwarves. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, all right. <laughs> so not not people. Easy mistake to make. Yeah, I mean, not people with dwarfism. <laughs> This is an entirely different thing. And I believe they prefer to be called little people. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you know I... while, while we're, you know, setting the clearing the air, I'm just, I'm just, I don't, yeah. People will say if you're, if you don't have it, they'll be like, oh, we'll try to be a little empathetic about this. People don't usually say, you know, like, um, you know, try to be a little less white about this, you know, if, or, or something <laughs> like that, because you can't help that, you know, that's, uh, I mean, maybe jokingly say something like that, but this, this feels like one of those things that is, is, um, you can influence. Sir, <laughs> sir, I'm going to need you to tone down your whiteness just a tone. Yeah, touch. just a little just bit. A, that's a scotch, if you would. You're really, you're really pushing. Could you be taller, also, please? I'm yep. gonna need you to be a little taller. A little taller. <laughs> a little taller. Could you be younger, perhaps? And um, I'm gonna say, stop having an allergy to bananas. Yeah, that's those are the things I'm gonna need out of you right now. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now, if you can't do the bananas thing, we can work with it. But this next portion is gonna require you to eat kiwis, which have latex in them, like the banana, and may be a problem for you. Okay. And really, the tallness is not negotiable. You're going to have to get taller. Yeah. yeah. Naturally, not wearing lifts. No shoes. With yeah, big, no shoes, yeah. special shoes, nothing like that. No, I'm no, I'm going to need you to physically grow six inches tonight. You know, in your height. <laughs> I saw what you were going to say there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, I worked with a guy 
who one day told me he wrote a book. And I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. Uh, what's it about? And he's like, oh, it's about Christianity. And I'm like, cool. You know, like, I'm not into that. I'm not a Christian myself. Although I'll, give I was, you, I'll be your cheering section, though. Yeah, but, but I'll get be it. like, hey, that's awesome. You wrote a book. That's amazing. That's so cool. Well, about two years later, this guy announced to our entire department, the entire IT department that he was retiring because he was making enough money on his book sales mm -hmm. that he could afford now to start writing full time. And he wanted to go on tours and speaking tours with his wife. Oh. So we're like, cool. And he includes a link to his website as an uns as an unsolicited, like, commercial attempt to sell his shit mm -hmm. and it turns out that it is the worst kind of tripe bullshit snake oil fucking attempt to pull people into some sort of i don't know if it's multi-level marketing or if it's just booking fees for some inordinately expensive um speaking tour it's going to be I didn't see this coming at all. Be, it's it's something like that. But this guy says here see the miracle in front of you. All you have to do is sit on your back on your butt with your back against the wall and your feet forward. And mm -hmm. you'll notice that one of your legs is just a touch shorter than the other. This is true of most people. Yeah. Now, what you say is one of my luscious breasts is also smaller than the other, and it's it's unfortunate. So what you do is you say, "Jesus, heal me and make me whole again," or something to that effect. And when you say that, your legs straighten. Well, here's the thing: if you're the kind of person who is credulous enough to mm -hmm. accept that and think. I bet that'll happen if I try it. And you try it, what happens is psychologically your body adjusts itself and your leg comes forward a little bit and you're fine. Right? Well, he shows a video of him doing it and it looks miraculous. He says he's been mm. cured of his thing. And it's like, I read up on him. It's like a really common ruse that people use. <laughs> like a lot of televangelists mm. do shit like that. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> a very interesting sort of like, okay, so the guy I used to work with turned out to be a fucking con artist. <laughs> it's like a, a snake oil salesman, a, 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 a wannabe televangelist. tell you that i just looked it up on and walmart sells a literal one gallon bottle of snake oil are you serious <laughs> i am dead serious wow. and uh there are three reviews and one says best snake oil around this stuff is literally the best cures cancer relieves pains lessens depression the list goes on highly recommend and that person's name is not a snake oil salesman uh the second one says great tastes great Great product, smells amazing, and tastes wonderful. I love to put it on my salads. Good for stretch marks. Nice burn when it goes down like alcohol. Help me get over my addiction, according to Karen J. And the third one is apparently just a five-star, but there is nothing there. I don't even – like it's listed under 
home improvement, bathroom renovations, bathroom plumbing, and plumbing tools, I think, from what I could tell. I, there's literally, like, no fucking description with it. Now, what? how much is it? Like, how much is there? $49.81 per gallon. Per gallon, okay. Yeah. I don't see any information liter- oh, about this item. Snake oil from General Wire Spring. Protects your cables better than common lubricant. Special rust inhibitor gives cables a fresh, clean smell. General snake oil is what it says. So apparently <laughs> it is oh, an actual so people, people are just – it's just being funny. snake oil and people are being funny. Okay. Yeah, they're funny, folk. And this guy, this is the same guy. Kenneth Copeland is his name. He's the same guy who is telling his congregation to, even if they lose their jobs, to tithe Continue anyway. sending him money. Yeah, yeah, continue sending money. In case somebody doesn't know what tithing means, because it's, you know, it's not necessarily well known to everybody, I guess. I suppose, but there's such a thing as a fucking dictionary. Hey, you know what though? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not we gonna... didn't. We didn't. We don't. We don't entertain people to make them look things up. Yeah, we explain shit. I'm not gonna. Yeah, true. But I'm not gonna insult their intelligence. They know what tithing is. Okay. N- moving on. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I can agree that this is a hot topic for you. It's and, actually not a hot topic and for me. I'm just saying. Getting you know. all butt hurt. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna fucking show you what butt hurt is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna happen before we are allowed out of our houses again, mm-hmm. but uh, you just wait. You've been sent to virtual butt fucking. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you'll come on, you'll turn your computer on, and you'll get into the interwebs, and you'll click on this attachment I sent you, and suddenly your butt will start to hurt, <laughs> and then you'll know who has the power. That's right. I've got the power of the brown eye. That's right. I'll, I'll fucking teeth all over your shit. Or tiff. Tithe. Whatever. Tithe. I think that's what it is. Hey, see, you don't even know you smacked ass, and you're telling me how to say <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I was looking in my notes because I know that you went through some of your old stand-up comedy notes. And uh, yep. I decided to do that with my own shit. And I found the following note. And I just want to share it because I'm hoping my mom will listen to this episode. There is such joy in your voice right now. That makes <laughs> me very happy. It, because it's nest, it's pretty much kind of a jab at my mom. <laughs> but the note says, as far as I can tell, if you're above the age of 55 and using social media, it's basically just a constant memory test. Like – Remember, like if you remember rotary telephones. <laughs> oh my god, that is so on, on the spot with that. Because <laughs> that's that was like a, for a while. Now not so much, but a very large portion of what she and her friends yeah, all that was post. her brand. Yeah, that was yeah. her brand for her, certain. Her and all the friends in her age group, you know, like her old high school friends and stuff that she keeps in touch with, all are like, oh, that's so funny, and back and forth and, and sharing it and reposting it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like uh, – It's such a pure use of social media. It is. It's extremely wholesome. It's beautiful. You know? 
I, mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's so My cute. mom does a very similar thing, too. She probably sends me at least four or five things in Messenger a day uh, for things that she thinks was was funny and sends them to me then so we can laugh about them together. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because, you know, like my mom will send me stuff or like other friends or family will send mm-hmm. me stuff. And I'm a pretty I'm, – I'm not going to say I'm like on the edge of shit or anything like that. But I'm fairly current with memes and other shit like that. So usually if something like freaky new is coming out, like I've probably seen it from one of the groups that I'm in Mm -hmm. uh, or one of my friends has shared it with me. So when, when, you know, Joe or, or, or my mom or somebody else shares it to my Facebook page, you know, six weeks later, I just, out of love and respect, I go, oh, thanks. That's so cool. You know, but <laughs> in reality, I've seen it five times. <laughs> and that's more <laughs> my and let's be honest. <clears throat> let's be honest. That's more my problem than it is anyone else's. Well, <laughs> that says yeah, a lot likely. about my that says yeah. a lot about my lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the 90s i think like 93 94 was winter and there was this big snowstorm and it was you and i and the guy we called dude and the guy we called dave okay i just gotta gotta add in here i didn't look any buttholes in this story Well, you've fucked up the suspense now. I might as well stop telling the oh, story. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, you got you got three other people that might have, including oh, yourself. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, so as I recall, we had been at Hardee's. Mm-hmm. And we were eating something. We were eating, and then we walked on the train tracks all the way from Hardee's to my house in the snow. And Dave had deep on deep snow. Hmm? I said deep snow. Yeah, it was pretty deep snow. Yeah, it was like about a foot at least, maybe a foot and a half. This kind of and, snow you drag your nuts across. Yeah, and in certain uh, spots, the guy we're referring to as Dave had on this full body, like day glow orange. Suit. Yeah, it was a hunting gl- snowsuit. Yeah, yeah, it was a day glow orange snowsuit. I recall. That, that was his full body plus a hood. <laughs> he looked like, yeah, a bigger version of uh, of Ralphie's kid brother in A Christmas Story. He looked like... <laughs> Toddling like, along. He looked like a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man painted orange. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or like the Michelin Man, because there were more, you know, like, curves in the suit. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like two. I know looking, exactly what you you're know saying. What I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we walk back to my house, and uh, so my my mom is like, "Well, you guys are gonna have to stay here because you're not driving home." And uh, uh, so we were like, "Fine, okay, you know, whatever. That sounds awesome. We're gonna hang out tonight." And as I recall, we had all worked at the same grocery store, and um, yeah, there was this girl that we all were pretty obsessed about and we're laying there you know everyone's on their respective like couch or floor or whatever 
mm-hmm. and it's like the lights are almost all out except for like my lamp and we're just talking in the dark about all kinds of shit and the topic of her comes up and Dave is like yeah her butt is so perfect it should be in like a a museum and a display <laughs> like a glass case and there's lasers all around and I'm like I turn into I go I go yeah in a tongue hole and everyone <laughs> fucking loses it <laughs> One thing that's that's really funny is a lot of times when I go in to go to the bathroom, I'll sing while I'm while I'm urinating Mm -hmm. or what have you. And one of my kids will be outside the bathroom in the dining room and will just bust up laughing because of something absolutely fucking absurd that I was singing about toilet paper. Yeah. Or one of the cats like, hey, don't try to climb up between my legs while I'm peeing. Oh, you're going to get a wet head. And then you're not going to like it. And I can't rinse you off, so you're going to have to lick it instead. You know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I got a little bit of a story for you today. Oh, do you? Yes. Please yes, tell me a story. See, I went out today, and I'm going to start off with a little little song for you, and it goes like this. Grocery cart in the wind. All we are is grocery carts in the wind. Sitting in my space, minding my own business. Thud! <laughs> then it rolls past the car and to the waiting hands of a woman in the next aisle who just walks into the store like nothing happened. Grocery store card in the wind. <laughs> I'm fucking sitting outside the grocery store waiting as my significant other went in to get stuff for dinner. And I was like looking at my phone and this dude had a truck that looked kind of like my F-150 that was sitting across from me. And I was like daydreaming going, hmm. I wonder if that's got a five-speed in it or if that's automatic. And all of a sudden, wham! It sounded like something plowed into the car. And I'm like, holy shit. And I look in the grocery store just kind of – or grocery store. The grocery cart just kind of quickly, quietly, and nonchalantly strolls past the passenger side of the car, (laughs) misses everything else, goes through. And I'm on the – I'm facing into the the space, and there's another vehicle parked in the space directly across from me. Doesn't go anywhere near that one or the one – next to it and this woman standing there waiting with like her hands out and the thing rolls right to her and she just walks off it was such a surreal experience <laughs> so it's almost like she was expecting it to hit that truck i really feel like she was using some kind of fucking jedi mind trick to pull the cart across the and she accidentally hit our car with it and she was like oh shit i can't act like i know how to do this i better fucking just you know <laughs> just stand here and just wait we and were in so, uh, yeah, so I, I think the moral of the story, though, is stop leaving your fucking carts in the spaces, you lazy cocksuckers. The dudes were out there getting the carts. I saw them. It wasn't their fault. Some yuts parked in the next section over, probably in a handicapped spot. The same people that leave the motorized carts 
outside like when it's snowing or raining and, and can't be bothered to take the fucking thing back in so that other people who need to have the accessible carts can't get them or have yeah. to have a wet ass in order to have one of them. Yeah, it's those same people. I'd like mm. to punch somebody. Even if it was somebody's grandmother, I'd fucking punch her dentures right out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I sense I sense a little anger in you tonight. I you was seem so a, angry about that. You are you are no, but you are seriously in a Ooh. mood tonight, man. I'm, You're I'm full in a little of bit beans. of a mood. You know, I also just realized that there's boogers on the side of my chair again. Like All I've right. had this discussion. Stop wiping your fucking boogers on the side of my chair's arm rests. I don't want to cut myself on a sharp booger. Oh, yeah, that's a double whammy there, man. That's bad news all around. That's bad news, man. I'm going to have to have a conversation about this again. I just, I don't even know what to say. Dude, I, I legitimately forgot how old I was today. Oh, yeah? I was sitting there and I was like, how fucking old am I? Am I 42? Am I 43? Or am I 44? And I actually had to break out a calculator. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That shit happens to me all the time. I, f- I forget, and then I'll go like, okay, this year is 2020, and I was born this year, so it would be – I'll be 43, and I am 42. Like, that's that's what that's what I have to do. I have to sit there and do that. thing is I don't forget how old my kids are. So that's the important thing. Yeah. My significant other, she forgets how old she is periodically, and then I'll just randomly sometimes throw out a number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be like, I don't know, you're like 50? <laughs> 102? That's what I, so that sounds right, right? It's got two yeah. numbers in it. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I, I'm at the point in my life where I have like these distant, hazy childhood memories that I'm be getting to legitimately question are real. Mm-hmm. And I do what most people in our generation do, which is to Google that shit. So like today, and I sent you this before we started today. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this video that I remember very clearly or not a video, a commercial for a toy. And I remember waking up really – That was real, you're telling me. I thought that was something somebody made just to freak everybody out. That was, that was a actually real t- the commercial. Yeah, that was the oh, real deal. God. So it's called Pamela the Living Doll. And <sighs> I don't know if anyone from our generation, the Generation Xers or maybe the even the, the uh, – you know the late millennials, like the oh the early millennials. Early I guess. millennials, yeah, yeah, I was gonna early say. millennials yeah. might remember this commercial, but I remember getting up around six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning, and that was back in like eighty two, eighty three, whatever. When you got up to get the cartoons, like there was yeah, a cartoon the Saturday network. morning cartoons were on, yeah. bro. It wasn't yeah. not even Cartoon Network; it was on ABC. Yeah, usually had the the Saturday morning cartoons, and they had like the awesome um, uh, bumps to go in between, where they'd be like, "After these messages, we'll be right, right back." Back. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, and some people will jog their memory if they're uh, if they're of that uh, the age to remember that stuff. Well, and there all the channels, like all the major networks, ran cartoons, so it was like a. A guessing game for the networks to be like, what's going to pull the kids in the most? Um, you know, like, is <laughs> it going to be? Me... Could I, could I throw something in here real quick? No, you can't. <laughs> oh, please. It's no. funny. Okay. No. no. Okay. Go ahead. No. 
Oh, now you're gonna be you're gonna be salty now. I remember uh, for the Smurfs, the thing that came on before the Smurfs came on, they'd go, "What's three apples high and blue?" No, not your baby brother. Before your mom brought him home from the hospital, it's the Smurfs. And I was like, that was such a <laughs> it made no sense to me at that time. But it's so horrible now. That's fucked up, dude. That's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah. That's funny. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, but you you may continue now. <laughs> uh, well, oh, thanks, awesome. But this commercial, I remember getting up really early in the morning, and you know, you had to sometimes you got up early enough, you had to suffer through the farm report, so that sucked. Yeah. So I'm sitting there playing with Legos and waiting for the farm report to end, and finally the cartoons come on, and I'm watching something, and it's, I think the cartoons would start at six thirty or seven. So I've got, of course, here's the prerequisites for the morning. You've got your Legos or other toys. You've got prime real estate camped out probably about four to six feet away from the television on the floor with mm-hmm. your toys. And you've got a big old bowl of cereal, a oh, big yeah. motherfucking bowl of cereal. And marshmallows we're talking like and everything. Yeah. Marshmallows are like, you know, blueberry or like, I don't care, you know, something, but it's got to be a sugary cereal and it has to have a prize inside. They don't even do that anymore with, with, with cereal, do they? The prize inside? Uh, not anything like they give away shit like spoons and stuff like that, which is cool, I guess, if it's like a neat spoon or something like that. But it's not like it was. It's not like the heyday back in no. the day, man. Mm-hmm. Every single cereal box had some kind of toy in it, or a game on the back, or I remember Captain Crunch had this wild fucking like safari hunt that covered four box backs and you were supposed to win all this stuff. And it was just a cat. It was like Indiana Jones and it captured my, my imagination completely. And I love that kind of stuff. But anyway, again, I I'm straying completely from the point. Um, the point was that I'm up in the morning. There's no one here to help me as I'm watching this commercial come on about these aliens come out of a spaceship and approach this doll that's just inexplicably sitting on a stump in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By itself. It's, you know, I'm sure that they're, you know, draw <laughs> draw your own conclusions here as to how it got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's Whatever almost, it is, it's probably terrifying. It, it is terrifying. And this thing is sitting there and it goes, one plus one is two or something like that. And they're like, oh, and they all think it's super cute and and the one comes and picks it up or, go, or like goes to pick it up or whatever and it goes do you want to play with me <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing i know for a fucking fact that that's not vocoder that's not like robot controlled voice where it's just ran like where it's saying things and reading on a on, on a, on a <laughs> you know like a text to speech i know what tool. you are talking about <laughs> yeah this is just a recorded voice but they couldn't get it good enough to actually sound human it's it's deeply deeply buried within the uncanny valley somehow it's scarier than the fucking aliens that are caressing and, and the aliens it. are hella freaky in this commercial too considering that i refreshed my memory just before we started here and looked at it yes yeah, yeah. I, I grew up 
on uh, you know on an actual like farmette where we had animals and everything. So uh, and farmette is not a female farm as you might have thought. It just means that like a small farm, and mm-hmm. uh, we had we had animals and everything that needed to be taken care of. So it didn't matter if it was you know whatever day of the week it was or Saturday. It still needed to get done. So you know, it didn't really matter much. I don't appreciate that you just assuming that I I gender assumed your farm. Well, you see, and I wasn't necessarily talking to you. We do have okay. an audience, remember? That's true. That's true. Everything's not about you. You know, you've done that multiple times where you've defended yourself to the audience because you weren't the guy I was talking to. <laughs> when it clearly, I know that. When it clearly wasn't. So don't fucking start that well, shit with me. Well, you know me. what, man? Fucking hypocrisy is part of my overall charm. Mm, is it? <laughs> Is it? Yes, I think it is. Good to I mean, know. That's what, that's what I think. Mm. No. That's My what mom sociopaths... loves me, and that's all I need to know. <laughs> that's what sociopaths always tell themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. For me, I think the moment of crossing the boundary into true adulthood or young adulthood, I I guess, would be that moment when I realized I didn't give a fuck what time I got up on Christmas morning. Yeah. That was really, that was the turning point for me in a lot of ways. It was like one morning, like there were a couple of Christmas years where it was cool to not be interested. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I'd be up but I'd pretend I want to sleep in because I didn't want to be that kid. I didn't want to show too much excitement because I was getting surly in my teenage years. But at one point it was just like, Oh, you know, what would be an awesome Christmas gift is if you just fucking let me sleep until like nine, (laughs) that would be fucking rad. If we could do that. No, Tom, come on. We got to do this. You got to take pictures. Your sister's been up for three hours. She's driving me crazy. And I have to say, I did see something super funny the other day. Um, there was a, a, a lady on a motorcycle, doesn't have a helmet on, isn't wearing any gloves. I think she did have long pants and boots on, though, but she had a fucking uh, mask on. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. As I though the coronavirus it. was going to fly into her face as she drove down the road, which I guess technically – if you think about it, could maybe be possible. She's not worried about smashing her fucking her brain pan on the road or anything like that. She just got to make sure she doesn't get that, you know, that spittle in her face. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's like that's like when I see people smoking cigarettes on a motorcycle. I'm like, that cigarette's going to last literally 3.2 seconds. Gonna. <laughs> <laughs> <Just, you know. laughs> Burned down it's to a gone. nub. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. I tried smoking when I was younger or when I did smoke on a motorcycle one time. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work out very well. Because not only like while it is burning at a at a fucking rapid pace, the smoke's all going right in your eyeballs. <laughs> so it's you know, might as well take a piss while you're at it too and let that smack you in the face while you're going down the road. <laughs> Same kind of a thing, I would think.
I saw a guy walking into the store today, and uh, neither he nor his female companion had masks or anything. And I'm still I'm still astounded personally by the number of people I see that are not wearing masks. Like, I, do you want to know how this shit spreads? That's how it spreads. Yeah, yeah. Because you fucking people are taking no precautions whatsoever. But, but, he was pulling rubber gloves out and was going to wear them. You know what? Uh, That's like wearing a condom, only only wearing one that covers the tip of your cock. I would say it'd be like wearing a condom that only covers your balls. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It'll keep my balls clean, but, you know, I'm not worried about the rest of it, I guess. I don't, I don't know because that's essentially what it looked like to me. That's really funny because condoms don't normally cover the balls. I know, but <laughs> this one did. That's why. I'm, that's how little sense it made. <laughs> I'll stop that semen from getting through by squeezing my balls really tight. So that – is an accessory to the condom that really careful people wear. Yes, yes. What do we call that? It's called a um let me see, what can we call this now? The um the scrotal squeezer five thousand. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. See, that's a bit sens- sensationalistic as a name. I, I think we need to simple it down, make it more we're talking like this is a pharmacy product. So maybe right. the um, they can call it the the oh, squeeze the cr- method, the squeeze method for preventing pregnancy. No, the cradle. No man can ejaculate when their balls are being squeezed. No, that's not probably not true. I think that's quite the opposite. Cradle, the cradle. It sounds gentle. It's nice. Yeah, but the cradle sounds like something you might use if you had a hernia mm. that was sticking out. Okay. You know, like a truss. Why don't we call it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got an electric truss. It's electric. (laughs) Boogie, woogie, woogie. (laughs) I wish I knew more more of that song. And you figure I would. I mean, you figure I would because I heard that song at every single fucking school dance or and or, you know, including the prom. I've heard it at every wedding I've ever gone to. Well, here's I think what that I remember it actually, of it. They actually rank in the top ten of songs that I've ever heard because I've heard them frequently enough at those things. You I didn't need to hear them any other time. It. It's, it's electric. electric. Boogie, 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 boogie. You can't eat it. It's electric. <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie. That's very true. It's really neat and you like it. Boogie, 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 boogie. She taught me how to boogie. And that's all I remember. <laughs> That's all I remember is some guy going. I'm sure, I'm sure you just somebody just got real proud right there. Hearing <laughs> <laughs> that rendition, yeah, they remember this song. Yeah, analingus. <laughs> <laughs> you lick that fucking balloon knot and see what comes out. Hopefully nothing if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, unless you're into that. You know, again, I mean, I'm... you know, if somebody, you know, farts in your mouth, I guess you kind of asked for it. Fart in my mouth. I want you to love me. <laughs> if you can do it, that would be awesome. Let's Let's take a step back, though, and talk about the wonderful... 
um, you know, um, maturing thing that was a high school, not even high school dance, like a junior high dance. Oh yeah. Nothing, nothing like going into a typically stiflingly hot room Mm. and standing along the wall in the dark with like light flashing on you because they had a disco ball or some other kind of thing. I mean, lasers, yeah, Yeah. lasers weren't really, uh, used that often when we were in junior high and stuff like that as they are now, because I think back then we all still thought that lasers would, you know, would fucking burn three or something like that. Well, they were expensive. They just yeah. weren't, they weren't commercially available like they are now. You know, now you can get all kinds of cool shit at Spencer's Gifts that fires lasers all over the room. Yeah, yeah. But, I remember. Uh, I know what you're talking about. You notice it was strobe lights and like red lights yeah. and placement of like, of like, yeah. You know, you had a disco really balls. cool DJ. They had a, uh, a traffic light. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it would flash and stuff. I yeah. just, I always remember that I would go into these things being very timid, and by the end of the night, I was just like, "Fuck it, I don't care," and I'd be doing real stupid shit. Yep. But I usually try to avoid, <laughs> um, you know, getting out there and actually dancing with people who knew how to dance because I knew that I would be totally embarrassed. But I, I one one dance sticks out to me. We used to go to uh, camp. When I was in uh, grade school and the system that I was in, all the grade schools, which I think there was five of them, all got together and went to uh, this camp and stayed there for a week. And uh, one of the – I think maybe the second to last night, we did like a square dance type thing, and I can Mm -hmm. remember – that I was running around the room like an idiot, like running, and then I'd slide on my knees, and I was like jumping all over the place and putting shit on my head and everything else. Basically acting like someone who was not old enough to be commingling with the children who were there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, That was that that sounds awfully familiar. Hit the nail on the head. I mean, I'm still like that sometimes, but they, uh, I, I just like for one, the one dance that sticks in my head more than anything else was definitely that one. Definitely that one. Because everybody's like, oh, look at Mikey's acting all crazy and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was the entertainment. Watch this idiot. Get him hopped up on some sugar and watch him run around the room like a, like a fucking, uh, I don't know, something. You know, it's harder, it's harder to come up with good, as you become more, like, socially aware, it's a mm-hmm. lot harder to come up with a, I was acting like, a, no, I wasn't acting like that, that would be offensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was acting like a fool. Okay. A Tasmanian that devil. Works. How about that? I yeah, was acting like a Tasmanian devil. Oh, I, I may have even been spitting and snarling at this point, too. I don't know. But there was a girl that I absolutely had the, had the hots for back in that day, and I think I was trying to impress her. And I mean, what girl wouldn't be impressed by a fucking 75 pound, you know, short (laughs) kid with a bad haircut running around and acting like a fool, you know, in front of everybody? I mean, why? I'm sure that that's a that's a fucking panty dropper move if I've ever heard of one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember my middle school dance, like a typical middle school dance for me is I show up hopeful. Oh like, yeah, everybody. I mean, you you don't go if you don't have hope yeah. that you're going to at least get one girl to look in your direction and maybe dance with you. Right. But here's the thing, and never did I ask 
nor did I make myself accessible in a way that made someone want to ask. Yeah. Because when you're acting like a complete twat the Mm -hmm. entire evening, people don't want to be associated with you other than the people who are goading you on. And that's the people I hung out with at my dances where people were like, I dare you to go do this. All right, Those are also the people that turn their back on you when you do what they ask you to do and more. So you ultimately end up by yourself at the end mm-hmm. anyway. So, yeah, you know, I remember. And so, yeah, so typical dance. So I show up, I spend because I'm both an AV geek and a music geek, probably spent about half my time actually at the DJ's table. Just checking chatting out them up. What- chatting them up and asking what and looking at what music they had yep or just you know just watching them at work because it was just kind of cool you know like oh wow that's how he does that like you know just sort of getting into that or 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 you know being up in front of the dj place just to fuck around in front of the strobe lights like i didn't care about dancing i just wanted to look cool in front of the strobe lights um (laughs) Another part of the night, because again, this is middle school, and I was incredibly immature in middle school. I mean, I remember in my first year of middle school, or maybe even my second year, I was still playing with G.I. Joes. So, you know, I hadn't really grown into Wait the... a second. Is there a problem with that? Not really, but I'm just saying a okay, lot of kids okay. by that age really weren't doing that anymore. At least as far that as I That was their loss. Yeah, really. G.I. Joes were fucking awesome to play with, yep. FYI. Yeah, they were. Um, as long as that goofy little black rubber band inside of them didn't break, then they were, you know, you'd have to put them in sand and act like they got blown to pieces or something. Yeah, they were the wounded. <laughs> they were your wounded troops. Yep. Yeah, yeah, keep match. Them. Yeah, this one suffered wounds, suffered a, a terrible injury. <laughs> oh my like, goodness! Disemboweled. Um. Yeah, so then I would I would stalk. So here's the thing: I would I would pick a girl, and this isn't as bad. <laughs> this is such a horrible story. <laughs> this isn't like okay. I know this is gonna sound like a fucking serial killer, but it it isn't. Yes, it was you, more you already about do. Me entertaining myself. Okay, yeah, I'm digging deeper, aren't I? Um, so I would just select someone that I knew, one of my classmates who happened to be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would seek them out like the Terminator, and I'd pretend I had like this cool screen overlay on my vision and be like, and when I'd find them, I'd just go over. And once I got there, I didn't know what to do, so I'd say or do something stupid, and then I'd inevitably get kicked in the testicles or told to fuck off. <laughs> and and it depended on what stupid thing I did. Like one time I just started like I don't know what I did to deserve it. I think I said something really offensive to this girl and I just got kneed in the testicles and I fell over on the ground and everyone's laughing. And then I get up and I run away. And that was like, yeah, (laughs) that was like a typical middle school dance for me. And I didn't go to high school dances at all. I, I, I have dirty thoughts, Mike. Still? Mm-hmm. I even tried calling a priest. <laughs> he said, he said that's not going to, I'm not going to be able to help you. I have dirty thoughts, the likes of which you can't imagine. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> certainly the case. 
I like, I know what boys want. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not me. <laughs> I know what boys like. Boys like, boys like me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, That's making, pretty, yeah. yeah That's we're funny making, though. <laughs> we're making light of a horrible, horrible thing. Kirk Cameron is a born again Christian and I think an evangelical or Baptist Christian. I can't remember which, but he's definitely one of the more hardcore branches or sects of Christianity that mm-hmm. are out there. And he's been on like numerous like videos for for people like people's ministries where he talks about the banana being the ultimate fruit. <laughs> because it was it it has a handle to open it it has a a a, a wrapper and oh, it yeah. fits perfectly in your hand it's proof of god and what i love about that is the article i read on fucking cracked.com no less <laughs> that said you know all here's all these interesting fruits and vegetables that we've eaten throughout the years and they were as they would have been in their original form before we started to cultivate them and bananas when they were uncultivated before we learned to farm and to genetically manipulate with Mm -hmm. cross, you know, pollination and all that shit. Bananas were these thick, flavorless, mashy, like more like, like potatoes almost. And they had starchy things and they had big fat seeds in them. Like the size of like, like, well, that sounds like my penis right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just chock full of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite coffee names, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't drink coffee, but I love the name. So, I mean, so basically Kirk, Kirk Cameron's argument, you know, uh, again, completely like a lot of the really far-flung religious fanatics of every uh, flavor – Mm-hmm. Um, completely ignore all bodies of evidence other than their own <laughs> personally cherry picked series of of facts and factoids. <laughs> you mean to tell me that they were not enjoying delicious bananas and plantains in the time of Christ exactly the way they are today? As far as I can tell, the only thing those motherfuckers ate was bread and fish, and the only yeah. thing they drank was wine. Everybody had some real interesting uh, breath in those days. Can you imagine just, you know, like that's that's your that's your drink all day long. Like the water is filthy. People who have yeah. really clean water are probably wealthy. And it's certainly not something that you find most of the places like you have to like know of a spring so you get like a water canteen like a big one and you fill that fucker up and mm-hmm. you live off that which at that point would have probably been a goat's bladder or something similar to that yeah exactly so you've got like a couple bladders full of water on your back and other than that most of the time you're drinking wine because it's 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 literally easier to get wine than it is to get fucking fresh clean water and get no shit faced yeah Although I yeah. wonder, I'm assuming some of it also had to almost be just like grape juice minus the sugar, because 
you know, like I were, were kids getting shit faced in these days? <laughs> were they also drinking wine? <laughs> I mean, was this like you fucking? Maybe that's where the whole priest thing started because there's a bunch of drunk children running around. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, they'll never know, and I won't tell." So yeah. you know. That and Yahweh's <laughs> Yahweh's inexplicable fetish for washing feet. I've never understood it's, that. No, neither have I. And I, I've had the – I've been in church and they were like, oh, we're doing the washing of the feet today. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Those are my motherfucking feet and that's weird. Like yeah, where that's... does foot fetish – where does foot fetish come into all of this at? Especially when you see the you know, gnarly and snaggled some people's toes are. Oh, come the holy, see my feet, they're made for you, they're made for me. Oh, holy feet, they wash and clean my feet today, my feet today. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah. <laughs>